Mary Beth was the most practical woman Joe had ever known. She ran the finances for the family, her business, her clients. She could see things clearly. Yet she had not even mentioned that if he went back to the state with a raise, their situation would dramatically improve. That a house in town away from Missy would be within reach. She looked up and studied his face. He tried not to give his thoughts away. He didn't succeed. You really want to do this, don't you? Joe said nothing. You want to get back into it. You want to carry a badge and a gun again, don't you? I don't like to be a failure, he said. Stop it. You're not a failure. He let that lie. The last thing he wanted was to make her tell him why he wasn't a failure. He could counter every argument. Joe, what do you want to do? There were so many reasons not to accept the offer. Pope, bureaucracy, the chance once again that the evil he encountered would affect his family. But, yes, I want to do it. Then it's settled, Mary Beth said. Call the governor. I love you, he said. She reached out and squeezed his arm. I love you too, Joe. I don't know why. She laughed, said, Because you want to do good, even when you should know better. When the knock came at her door, Sheridan quickly typed, Gotta go, on her computer screen, ending the stupid I am conversation she was having with Jared Haynes, and turned back to her biology book as if deep in thought. Jared, she thought, liked to talk about Jared. Too bad she wasn't as interested in the subject as he was. Yes. Can I come in for a minute? Sure, Dad. Her father entered and shut the door behind him. I tried to use the phone, he said. The line was busy. I need to make a call. Caught, Sheridan said. I was on the internet for a minute. For an hour, you mean? I'm off now. I thought you were studying. She gestured to her open book, but she could tell that wasn't really why he had knocked. Sheridan, I want to tell you that the governor offered me a job today. I'm going to be a game warden again, sort of. Her first reaction was a mixture of joy and desperation. She was thrilled that her dad had gotten his job back because, well, that's what he was, a game warden, the game warden as far as she was concerned. She had been with him many times while he worked, and she knew how dedicated he was. Sheridan remembered when she had been an apprentice falconer to Nate Romanowski. Nate had been given a prairie falcon that had been hit by a car. The bird was either aggressive, likely to bite or strike out, or moody, sulking for days in the mews and refusing to eat. It was her opinion that the bird should be set free, that it would never be any good. Nate proved her wrong by taking the bird out and working with it, letting its natural instincts reemerge. The falcon soon became swift and efficient, eager to fly, hunt, and return to Nate. He just needed a job, Nate told her. He needed to do what he was born to do. Falcons, like some people, need to do things. They can't just exist. Does that mean we have to move? she asked.
Not this time, he said. So will that ass Jason Kiner go away? Her dad seemed confused for a minute. He said, no, Phil Kiner will still be the saddle string game warden. I won't really have a district. I'll sort of be working freelance, like a secret agent or something. He smiled. She could tell he liked that characterization, but didn't want to admit it. No, more like I'm on loan for special projects. She felt good about this news, but didn't want to show it too much, because that would betray the embarrassment.